Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You're on with Real Redneck Todd Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I am here and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. And beside me is the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, Don Millard. Real Redneck Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? It's hot. So am I. It's a hot walk over. Bill, you I got, got one got question the air going on. Has he got? Yes. Yeah, well, we have the air conditioning going on. Trust me, in this uh, place, and the minute that it is bedtime, it, it goes down to sixty-six. Crazy. Same as my absolutely place. crazy. Sixty-eight right now. I left sixty-eight. It's going down to sixty-six when I go to bed. I got a blast of hot air when I left the house to walk over here. Never drops below seventy-two in my house. Hmm. Jeez, I, I couldn't Absolutely sleep. Every crazy. fish out of water. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all the, it's all the anger raging through me that keeps the temperature in this house up. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a bunch of hot air, is what I believe it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah, there you, go. Oh, you had man. one question. What was your question before I yeah, cut well, you off so early well, in the podcast? No, just just want to know how you and Candace are. How is everything? You know, there was touch, touch and go there for a day or two because it was either she come down there and, and put a whooping on you or um, I, I had to hold her back from. Don't look, it was the producers. It through. wasn't me. I had nothing to do right. with it. Right. Right. Yeah. She, she, uh, she, she, was, she was very beside herself for a day or two. But we sorted things out and we came back to our own path. So. No Tinder accounts were made. No. no. <laughs> no, I had a couple strange friend requests, but other than that, uh, we, we we sorted our differences out. <laughs> that's you know, awesome. That, that's, you know, and the funny thing is, everybody who knows us knows that it, it, it was so unbelievable or unreal that it was humorous. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I thought it, I thought it was well other. worded. I must give it up to the production team. I thought it was very well worded. Yeah. And Very my wife creepy. will have a conversation offline with the production team when she sees that member next. <laughs> I thought it was very creative. But yeah, yeah. like, hey, Bill and Candace split up, but you did. You split up for that day. You went yeah, fishing. Sure did. She went shooting. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, anybody that's wondering, it's the last week's podcast release. There was a little bit of creative writing on what it was about. Yes, very creative. My my jaw dropped when I saw the title and the, the wording of it. And, okay, be honest, and, and who did it bother more? Tracks. You or Candace? Who's bothered more? Yeah. Oh, Candace. Yeah, she she well, was like get yeah, worked you, up over that kind of stuff, right? They're like, but what if yep. people actually think we broke up? But they're not gonna because like, that's just too funny. But what if they do? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yep, that's what they did. So uh, she was monitoring my Facebook account there for a while just to make sure there was no different. different uh, <laughs> What's his name, Bill? What's his name? How come yeah. you know him? <laughs> the, thing is, the best part is, I got nothing to hide. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, so this week was uh, extra weekend. We're probably going to have to cut this one into a two parter with everything that we had going on I in think our we lives. Are. Who do we who do we yeah. want to talk about? Holy smokes, you, there me, your is dad. so much. Yeah. If we if we put you on first, your dad and I will have nothing as part of part two or, or <laughs> it's a whatever. true story. That's a true story. So, yeah, but so I but I, I employ you to listen because you if, if anybody out there, the <sighs> next couple podcasts, you're gonna you're gonna learn a heck of a lot about us and about fishing. Yeah. I tell uh, you yeah, what. I got the there's some social media posts there that, that led me to believe that you guys had a phenomenal trip. That was pretty good. I could not, I, I, I could not complain in, in any way, shape or form. It was absolutely cool. awesome. I don't even know where it, to start. And I don't, I know you yeah, don't want know. me to start because then, like you said, the hour would be up fairly quick. So, I mean, I can start only because I didn't have nearly as exciting of a weeks as, uh, as you guys did, but I can tell you a couple things right off the hop. I took my brother fishing. Yeah. I seen which that. Which was, yeah, it was a fantastic day. I tell you what, the, the, the boat worked exactly like it was supposed to. Fish finder didn't work at all because there was no fish underneath it where we went. But <laughs> man, I tell you, it was, it was a great day. We, uh, we got to the launch and uh, it was one of those page you go type things. No anxiety backing in. Did you have to book your no, time? No, it was there. I, we, we, uh, we came there uh, early enough because I, uh, I talked to Pee and he said, you got to get there early or you're not going to have a spot to park. 
So we left my house at the, you know, uh, five thirty, which was tough for him to get out of bed for, but he did. I give him credit. He got out of bed. <laughs> Is seven to 11 even open at that time or max or no. whatever, wherever no. he gets his breakfast burrito and his two liter <laughs> bottle of pop and monster, no, monster energy drinks, monster energy drinks. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, <laughs> had uh, some sandwiches made and some Gatorades and a cooler. It was like a full guide service. You know, that you had some might, sandwiches. Might see? see? Oh yeah. Yeah, I made sandwiches uh, the night before. You made somebody a good wife, Bill. I tell you what. Yeah, I tell you. You know, I've, I, I find my own. I get sandwiches and drinks and full guide service. I had room and board for him there, and he came and slept <laughs> uh, at the house and while we watched the ball game and and uh, got up in the morning and, and went to uh, the launch. And this launch, like I said, pays your goal. Uh, but they wouldn't dispense a ticket. And at the time, you know, I didn't really think too much about it and it didn't dispense a ticket. And then I looked on the sign below, it's a civic holiday, you know, you don't, no charge on civic holiday. Well, we went civic weekend. We didn't go on the civic holiday per se. <laughs> so we went out fishing and we came back and uh, sure enough, $125 fine on my, my, uh, <laughs> my, my van for parking outside of uh, ours. There goes your taxidermy. So now you had to eat the fish instead of get it mounted. Well, that's it. That's exactly right. It was, it was one of them. Uh, do I pay the fine or do I uh, uh, eat the fish? And I haven't done either yet because I didn't catch but one perch. And in a six and a half hour fishing trip, we washed lures. We trolled. We uh, went around uh, from eight feet to 20 feet. I take that back, folks. You are not going to learn a lot about fishing. <laughs> Not from this guy today, I tell you. The almost guy had a, had a great fish. The only thing that was there was we almost had enough fish for like one very small person to have a meal. That's it. <laughs> we got one beautiful perch, and that was it, folks. That was it from the almost guy. Oh, but, he caught it. You were Jay. I Be did. honest. I ended up catching it. Yeah, we had a bet going. It was for uh, the first fish. $10 and for the biggest fish, $10. <laughs> and my one quarter pound perch won me 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, uh, who was, was driving? Uh, I was driving. So yeah. really you caught that fish and then you made sure those fish finders didn't work. Well, the, the best part was I caught it right at almost the end of the day. So I had the control. So we basically just, after I caught the fish, we worked our way back to the boat launch and took off and went home. So, <laughs> so he, uh, he had a great day on the boat. We had uh, the music going and uh, the sandwiches and yeah, it was good. We had, we had some fun, but you know, in the boats all the way around us, it was when the storm front came in um, the next day, actually that night, it, it stormed very, very heavily here, but uh, up North on Lake Simcoe, it was like six or seven boats around the island, and not one of them had the bent rod uh, going on. So I can't Man. say it was just us. But it was Nobody a good time with your brother. Tell you what, it was great. And he it ate was some long sandwiches. Overdue. Yeah, it was long overdue. I mean, we uh, we don't get out very much. Uh, I like to, you know, we get out for for the, the hunt once a year. And uh, um, but with fishing, we could do more, but we're just so busy with life uh, and work and stuff that we don't take enough time to do that. And now I got the boat and hopefully as the, the year progresses, we can like next year, we can get out another couple of times and, and there you go. So it was fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. Right on. So, yeah. Right. And the other uh, interesting thing is uh, we got some doe tags. I don't know if you guys have checked. Oh, I haven't even checked. Here. That's and how confident I am that we're going to be okay. Yeah. Well, we, uh, but I'm assuming for the Alliance, we got, three doe tags my dad didn't get one which is the only disappointing part because he has the cl the most opportunity to hunt up there and the closest to the camp but he didn't get them and how good is he at making sandwiches he can, he's a <laughs> conservationist anyways unless that thing is you know right in front of him laying down he's typically going to pass on that deer <laughs> so he's uh he's okay with being in the bush and just watching things since and helping us and, and having a camp day, you know, with the, his kids and stuff. So 
Yeah, it was good. That was it. Right on. Three so, three dough tags. So you yeah, you guys will be rocking and rolling this year. That's all yeah. right. Three dough tags for the four four of us in the alliance there. So we're we're anxiously awaiting to see. I'm going up this weekend actually to visit my dad and uh take him fishing, which I haven't had the opportunity to do in many, many years. And it's always fun when you can take your dad fishing. It, it, is that true? I was waiting for somebody to kick in there and ask and make a comment on that. It was like pause, awkward moment of silence. Yeah, waiting for, for your dad to jump all over you with, with some comment about how fun it is going fishing with your son. Oh, yeah, you might hear that tonight. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so, it's action packed, I will tell you that. Yeah, I'm, someone I'm almost say life or death situations. It was, it was all I could do to bite my tongue at that moment. I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. want to spoil it. I, I was trying to set you up for for a oh, slam dunk yeah, yeah, yeah. for later on. <laughs> I was there, Bill. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm anxious to take my dad out. He's uh, he's the tr- the try it guy. He likes to try this lure and try that spot and try this, and he would like to wash every lure in his box and. And he likes the electronics to be able to to see what's underneath and plays with that. And he likes, you know, it's what he spends his time doing. And, and he fishes too, but he likes the other stuff, <laughs> the, the getting out there. And so if we catch fish, great. I mean, I got the new fishing rod coming. I talked to Mr. Nick Obermach and uh, uh, bought one of the uh, the rods that he's endorsing. And, and that comes, I think, tomorrow or the next day. So. Right on. I'm anxious to get up. Yeah, we give him a plug. What, what's the name of the company? Tactical. Tactical Fishing Gear. Tactical. Yeah, Tactical Fishing. They look cool. Uh, I'll tell you what. Well, that kind of is what sold me. And his his fishing uh, videos for Pond Predator where he's catching pickerel on, uh, I don't know if it's Lake St. Clair, Detroit River, where St. he is. Clair, but yeah, mostly. Oh, uh, and and it, Detroit River, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, I texted him. I said, hey, I'm thinking about getting one of these new fishing rods there. I haven't bought a new rod in eight years, eight, nine years. That was, I was due. And he says, uh, you know, he highly endorses that. And I asked him what reel that he pairs it up with. And he gave me a recommendation. So I bought the reel that showed up today. And, uh, ah, yeah, I'm not sure it'll make me a better fisherman. Spin caster or spin caster? Spin caster. I wanted a drop shot rig for, um, a seven, seven, two, I think it's a seven foot two drop shot rig, um, with a Fluger, uh, fishing reel. So, yeah, so like the name is cool. I've never had a fluger before. <laughs> so it uh, it's going to be fun if I can get that in time to go up north. And it'll uh, be in the boat for uh, this Sunday when we're going to head out in the water. Right on. So, there you go. That's a little bit. Right I'm on. I hit the gun club too, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. At the second, uh, next on the second one. But, All right. We'll hold yeah. that over because, yeah, you're a new member of such and you've got some stories there. <laughs> Sure do, sure right do. On. But I'd like That's to awesome. uh, look forward to that. I've taken enough of, of the podcast because I know look that the Millard... you. I've taken enough. It's only been thirteen minutes. I, I'm. Yep. Come he's, on. He's trying to well, set I you know. an example, Todd. But you are a tough teach. <laughs> you just do not learn. I just yeah. <laughs> Even the comments at the start, we can't let you go first. Follow my lead. That's what he's saying. But you're not learning. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I, I, I figure that's going to be the uh, the cadence and the rhythm for the entire podcast. So, talk. Oh, John, you, you just broke up there, Bill. Say that again. Sorry. Yeah, it'll be the topical to- of the podcast. Yeah, how Todd uh, doesn't learn. Todd doesn't <laughs> so, learn. There you go. Oh, geez, here we go already. He hasn't even started talking yet. Yep. And I was anxious to hear what your dad had to say first so that he can have a preemptive strike. I don't know. Maybe going we want to hear about the gun club. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. All right. So, gentlemen, do I need to have the uh, let's get ready? Sure. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Anyway, uh, while we're away, while we're on, we're sitting in the cottage. What a great week I had. It was relaxed. It was wonderful. I read a whole book. It was cool am i allowed to talk during this you can comment i don't mind you comment good it was it was a beautiful breeze coming off the st lawrence river all the time at night it cooled right down we carted two great big heavy air conditioners up there because there weren't any in the cottage we didn't even need them never even took them out of the car every night 
right over my head out of my bedroom window. A nice little cool air breeze came in. Oh, nice sleeping every night. Nice in the. It did get really cool at night coming off so that. Did the you, guys, you guys camp together? Like you had a one cottage, uh, three bedroom cottage. Uh, one three bedroom cottage. Seven. Like hours. you guys don't see each other enough. You had to get one cottage for everybody. Right with my mother and my aunt. <laughs> Seven of us. It was testy. Now, no doubt. The kids were a blast. They kept us laughing the whole time. They had a. Avery didn't want to come home. They had a. They had a great time. It was. It was just fun. 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 So anyway, <laughs> fun. 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 I'm up there and and I get a text and it's from. Uh, Bill Malcolm at our I just got a text from my wife that says, let your dad tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it said the summer interclub starting. So I just read it really quickly because I'm up at the cottage. I didn't look at dates or anything. And when I get home, my buddy Bill, he says, I went, I went down shooting without you guys Wednesday night. Oh, great. You went by yourself? He says, yep. How'd you make out? He says, I pulled in. There was one guy standing at the gate telling me that the interclub was at Otter Valley. He said, I didn't even know there was an interclub. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I Usually, I forward him any emails to make sure he gets them. Or email. It was an email. And forward emails. And I never even thought about it because I didn't read. It was a, I was away, and I didn't read the dates. I, didn't, I thought they would have given us a couple of weeks' notice it was starting. But him and the guy at the gun club, they shot, they shot three rounds anyway. He, he didn't go to the interclub. So I was surprised no. at that. But I was glad he went. And he's, he had a nice time. He said, he said, uh, me and my buddy down there, we had, a, we had shot three rounds. We had a good night without you. I said, well, that's great. I'm glad to hear that. And yeah, then, that's stepping uh, on to some small branches, too, because Bill yeah. was introduced to the gun club by you guys, and you know now he's able to go on his own and feel comfortable there by himself. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yes. In fact, the guy that was there, he says, hey, are you and Don brothers? And Bill said, I had to oh. laugh because I said, no, we're not brothers. He says, well, you guys look a lot alike. He says, yeah, but we're not brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, then I was ticked because then I realized, and I said to Todd, is this true? I got another email saying that I have to pay the ATA and the OPTA dues again to shoot this September. I said, yeah. we just paid them they three renewed. weeks ago to shoot the provincials. I just paid $90 to join both of those factions to shoot the provincials. He says, yeah, that was the end of the year. He didn't pay 90 Yeah, it was 45 and 40. No, it's 20 and 20. The one's oh, U.S., so sorry. it's 45. 45 dollars. And now I got to pay it again three weeks later to shoot in September. And he says, "Yep, because that was the end of the year. You shot one registered shoot the end of the year. Now you got to pay it again to shoot in September." I went, "Oh, brother." I yeah, that's well. Candace said the same thing. She she was fortunate enough, Emily. Uh, helped her out and as a new shooter to, to get a free membership. But hers comes due in September for uh, if we're going to shoot the fifth, sixth, yeah. yep, um, so one of the two days or whatever it is. Uh, depending on when I got to take my daughter, my oldest daughter to school, um, we'd like to get down there and shoot uh, with you or Heck yeah, you know, down there for that uh, fifth, sixth day. So one yeah, of the days. So anyway, I thought, okay, I got to quit reading messages. I'm a holiday, so I'm just going to enjoy this. So Tom, You're getting angry on your holidays. Yeah. So Just anyway, on his holidays? We had a beautiful spot, <laughs> big lot. Oh, it was wonderful. The kids loved the beach. The water was beautiful. So anyway, Todd gets his, got his uh, new canoe kayak out, and he went. <laughs> the battleship. Searching. He went, he got it all mounted up there, and he went searching. We call it fish. rigged, Dad. We got it, he got it rigged up. Outfitted. Outfitted. Whatever. Rigged. So he said, Did you get away. into it? I said, no, I'm not going to come for a day or two. I said, I want to relax and read. I said, let you find all the fish first. So he did. He uh, he found all the rifts. He found all the drop-offs, and and uh, he was catching purse. Is it my turn yet? My turn yet? Perch, bass, and pike. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. He'll tell you his experiences. So Wednesday, he says, you want to go with me? And I said, yeah, I'm going to go. So I put on a pair of Crocs. I took everything out of my pockets and everything off, and... And more life jacket. I'm all outfitted. My tackle box. Oh, now he's outfitted. And I <laughs> yeah. got my, my brand new fishing rod. I haven't even used it yet. So he tells me. You, okay, I'll you tell had him. to bring that point up. Yeah. I haven't even used it yet. So he tells me. He says, he says I'll t tell me when to start to fish. He says, I'll let you know. He says, okay, let's start right here. Get that. Cast we were trolling. I had worm oh, harnesses. Yeah. I had worm harnesses. I set the uh, I set the the fish finder there to hit 
2.3 mile per hour was the magic speed. You, you, you figured it out. And it, it was, oh, dude, pipe, and I, musky. And he was, I said, okay, I'll start with a worm harness because that's what he was catching everything on. Perch, pike, and bass, everything on a worm uh, I'll tell you about my lures experience, but yeah. so th- I, I have to wait till my turn. I had some brand yep. new lures I wanted to try. I had, uh, <laughs> like I had your dad. Nice, there you go. He's got a whole tackle box and really, I'm like, we're just trolling. I had a you musky. don't need that. I left my tackle box back on shore. No, it I just, had a musky lure that I wanted to try. So anyway, I had a hit, missed him. And you can lead a horse to water, Bill. He caught a perch. Yeah, I get it. it. <laughs> well, then, then I had another hit, and I'm reeling it in, and it got off. Lead a horse to water. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, sounds like sabotage there. What did Todd do? Well, at this point, we didn't come this far just to come this far. This was early <laughs> afternoon. So he says, Well, you know what? This time of day, it's shaded on the other side of the river. Now, this river is wide. I mean, you'd think you're on a lake. And he says, why don't we just cross over the river and come back? I caught a beauty side. pike across the, on the other side of the channel. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Well, the riverboat had just gone down. He says, we'll cut across here. And he says, we're going to get the, their wake, you know, the, the swells from the riverboat going down the, the channel. He says, we'll hit them head on and we'll just cross over. So we hit the swells and we go up and come down and water comes over the front and we go up and come down and water comes <laughs> over the front and we go up and we come down even further and they're getting higher and water comes over the front. Well, the whole inside of the canoe now, I'm ankle deep in water, but I'm not concerned. So, so pause. Something that on. I did that I've never done before was I put in the scupper plugs. So oh, you did. Anybody that doesn't know, my wife is now, she's just appeared, standing here with a smirk on her face. Why do you care about this podcast so much? Just tell about the scupper plug. So this guy, just tell about, the, look at this, they're teaming up on me here, Bill. So I've never used the scupper plugs. Why? Here's the, the design of the kayak. It's a, it's a sit on top. So all the compartments are sealed. You sit on the top and it has holes in it. I've heard about groups. these scupper plugs before. <clears throat> Right. You know, and, and you're not supposed to put any plugs in because the water goes Drains out, out. Of the boat when it comes but in. But it is so, still so designed. So in your infinite wisdom, well, in your infinite wisdom, I, you decided to put them in. I did a little bit of research. maiden trip I, I, in this kayak. I did a little well, research. And here's okay. what it is. So so I took my buddy Petey out a bit ago, and he's a big dude. And so me and him were in it for like six, seven hours, never had a problem, except we had ankle deep water in the kayak the whole time. And it's mm. made so you could fill that thing with water up to the brim and it won't sink because that's the reason for the scupper plugs. The more weight and everything, it, it, it takes that water on to, to keep itself balanced and level. And then if I'm by myself, I'm so light that I'm not heavy enough to, to get water up there. Water comes over, it hits the channels, goes right on down and, and mm. goes back into the drink through the scupper holes. So there's holes in the top of the kayak that go right down through that drains the water when it comes over. I think so, you're taking away from your dad's No, I got to fill this bit in. Of- so I did a little research and it said, it be, if you don't want that ankle deep water, when you're fishing with more weight in the boat, you plug the scupper holes. It will sit you up a little higher on the water, a little less stable, but you won't have that water coming stable. up. You won't have the water coming up through the hole. So you're constantly sitting in ankle deep water with that much weight in the boat. Okay. Hmm. However, when we took on that much water. Okay. So, so the last, or not, well, the next swell was even higher and it turned us kind of sideways. The other issue so was I was us. full throttle. I was full throttle on the motor because I wanted to get across there. So we weren't just going up and down with the swells. We were hitting them head on and, and putting them up over, sideways, which I should have just killed the motor and just come down sideways, went over them. And I went, oh, here we go. We're going over. And we went over. <laughs> yeah. Both of you were in the drink. Out of the water. No, it wasn't from a swell. Standing. It was after the swells. As I said, we come down uh, off so the swell. See, he's not uh, telling the story. The, it was after the swells oh, had gone. It was that, a that, good, is, that is awesome. It now, was a good I have so many questions half. right now. So hold many on, questions. <laughs> it was a good minute and no, a half. Minute and a half. 30 seconds. Because I kept telling you, Dad, don't move. Why is it so unstable? Yeah. Don't move. No, that and was it, the second time. No, that was no, the first let, time. Let me finish. Quit hitting me. <laughs> well, then shut I up. I like a peach. Shut up. Okay, so we're upside down. 
I'm in the water. First thing I'm worrying Let about. Let me just is my, say, my, a no, smooth, not, a not smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. I'm worried about yeah. my hearing aids. I'm deathly worried about my. If they die, I'm done. I'm totally deaf. And so I'm trying to keep my head up. I'm hoping I didn't go too far under too long. Trying to keep my head up. I got my fishing pole in my hand. I'm, I'm gripping it like life. I, He's my, bobbing in the water. My crocs are floating. I grab them. My hat is floating. I grab my my hat. My toolbox is floating. Or my tackle box is floating. I swim over and grab that. I come back to the boat. And now we got to write it. So this one flipped on. all upside down. <laughs> <laughs> the untippable uncivil. <laughs> He climbed up pugs. on it. It's Scupper on one pugs. side. Hey, let me tell you, you can stand on that sucker, and it's like a swim right. raft. It's rock it solid. You, right. I'm when glad it was down. you, John, and not me, because I would have drowned him if, if it was me. Because I told you that you're getting wet. No, that's not going to happen. Can't see that happening. There's more to the story, he Bill. Stood up. Oh, There's boy. more to the okay, story. It's scupper plugs. It. Scupper plugs. He stood up on it. Reached over to the side, and then he just kind of fell backward and pulled and rolled it back. I know what I'm doing. Okay. So now (laughs) he climbs in. I hand him my tackle. You can climb in it. Fishing pole. It's not like a regular boat. You climb right in this thing. I'm just trying to defend the poor new canoe. I hand him everything. Now I got to get in the boat, which I think is going to be tough. A, a ski doo goes by. Not a ski doo, a sea doo. Whatever. He waves. We weren't he says, on frozen water. Are you water. guys okay? I wave him over. So he comes over and I said, all I got to do is get in this get in this boat. He says, well, here, climb up on the deck of my sea doo. So I climbed up on the back of the deck and he swung around and I stepped into the boat. He said, are you guys okay? Todd said, yeah, we're fine now. We're we're good to go. The, the waves were gone. We're good to go. Okay. See you guys. Thank you very much. We can't get the anchor up because we're so full of water that <laughs> any movement, it's going to come over the gunway. Now, oh, now, hold on. There wasn't any water on the deck. I had bailed that out. Not yet. Ugh. You're ahead of yourself, dude. I pulled the, the scupper plugs. No. It was gone. Because I lost no, my scupper not plugs. There. Not yet. But I don't ever need them again because that that's the reason. Because I, I, he said what we're going to do, and I'll tell you why we haven't bailed yet. He says we're going to go to land and bail. He says, I'll put the motor full tilt. Just leave the anchor there because we couldn't pull it up. We would have tipped. And so he's heading for shore. <laughs> well, we're going slower and slower and slower. <laughs> the anchor is piling up with weeds and weeds and weeds and weeds. <laughs> and I said, okay, we got to get the anchor up. There is, there's no way we're going to move. We're not going to get there. So I get, a, I get my fishing pole and I swing us around. The, the anchor won't move. The rope won't move, but I can swing us around where he can grab the anchor, the anchor rope. So he tries to grab the anchor You're rope taking up a lot of time. And, and move and pull it up, and no way. And he says, stop moving. Every, we're going across like, there. Says, I mean, Bill, you, if moving. he moved a little bit, <laughs> you, thought, you thought you were going in the drink. If he, you he just says, even thought about I'm moving. I'm behind him. He can't see me. He says, where are you moving? Bill, I am sitting solid still, my feet planted on each side of the gunwheel, my hands gripping the back of his seat, perfectly in the middle, straight, hoping that he gets us to shore. And every and then every once in a while, whoo, it go to the right, and I'd go to the left to keep it from going over, and then it go to the left. And I, he says, "Stop moving! I'm not moving. I'm only countering the tips. I am not moving." He uh-huh. kept yelling at me. Why he's, are you moving? I'm not moving. Because he's so agile. I'm a statue here. <laughs> I'm a statue. So the next thing you know, we're gone again. Over <laughs> we go. Oh, you fell it again. Again, right upside down. This time, I'm not holding my fishing pole. My brand new fishing pole is at the bottom of Lake. <laughs> so the first time, we didn't lose anything, though. And then, so this time, I quickly climbed up on the boat. And I'm standing on it upside down. So, and it is very sturdy upside down. So I'm standing on it looking and I could see his tackle box. that's now full of water starting to sink. And I got a decision to make my, my catch board, my hog trough that I've for my tournaments, I have to measure my fish with and take a picture and submit them. It's sinking on the front end of the boat. His tackle box is sinking on the back end of the boat. So dad, for you, 
I dove in and grabbed his tackle box and let my catch board go. Yeah, that's the honorable thing to do when you put him in that kind of situation. I think it was all his fault. What does he need a tackle bag for? You just drowned his favorite brand new rod that he hadn't even caught a fish with yet. So he flips it back over. I said, "Okay." So not only did you tip it once, the untippable battleship. We're gonna get why though. We're gonna get there. Yeah. So he flips it back over, and so he said, "I said we're going nowhere until you bail this." He says, well, I got to get my bail bucket out. So I'm just hanging on the side. I got my hat. I got my Crocs again. <laughs> swam and got them. Threw them back in. I handed everything him his tackle box. Here, hold this. Box everything. <laughs> my, fl- yeah, He's everything, wearing a life jacket. Here, hold this and float. <laughs> everything except my fishing pole. So he opens up the battery compartment, and it's full of water. So he undoes the hall. Bill, that was the problem. The hall, because my bail bucket was in the hall. You just called it a battery compartment. It's not a battery compartment. It's the freaking hall. It's the whole boat. The inside of the boat was full of water. So he takes out the battery and he bails and he bails and he bails. And then he bails the inside. He puts the battery back, clips it up. Everything's good. The battery's still good. The motor works great. I said, but you ain't towing this anchor. Before I get back in this boat, let me pull up. So it took the two of us, him in the boat and me on it the other side, taken two of muscling us. it up in that rope. And when he got up to where that ball was, on top of that ball was four feet of weeds. And I kept pulling all the weeds off until we finally got. But you know what wasn't there? Your fishing rod. That's Shut right. up, Bill. <laughs> so we got but his tackle in. box was. Yeah. So not your board, though. He says, are you going to get I said, there's no way I'm getting in this boat. There's no way I can climb over the side, especially with a bulky uh, life jacket. I said, just tow me in. And without me in the boat. Without me in the boat to blame me for tipping. Just head to, see that dock over there? Head to that dock. It's got a ladder right on the side of it. And it doesn't look like anybody's at that cottage. Oh, no. They were there. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Anyway, away we go. And he's towing me. It was apparent he didn't know anybody was there when he went up and sat in their Adirondack chairs. I soaking wet. Chairs. <laughs> it took him another 10 minutes to get to that dock. And he's towing me. And I, thought, I kept thinking, this water's nice. It, it's 78 degrees. Drink. So, anyway... He takes me right up to the ladder. I go up, and my ear, my hearing aids now are beeping. So I know they got wet because the batteries are dying. But and they I still did. worked. Oh. I don't know why he panicked. Because, because my hearing aids are still working. Because right. My, if they were going to go, it was when he was underwater at least the second this, time. Let me tell you, <laughs> that means there's water in them to kill the batteries because they were brand new and they last a week. So they I got knew. a little wet. They were still on. They're in he doesn't understand electronics. So if they're dying, it isn't like oh they got they wet in an hour. My, it's gonna go. Are they shorting out my hearing aids or not? That's what I was worried about. So I got up on the dock. Well, it's all boards with spaces. I'm not taking my hearing aids out here. Is that why you walked <laughs> all the way? Right down. Down. I'm there, yeah, but I went and I'm down through the crack. I'm now bailing lost. more water, making sure we're good. And so he's I'm, walking up their deck. I'm thinking, I where is up, he going? <laughs> Hold on. Did you make it sound like you were doing him a favor by bailing that boat out by yourself? Yeah, I just want to know how that's going on. Cover plugs. So I went (laughs) to the cement part, sat where I couldn't drop my hearing aids through anything or lose the batteries through anything, and blew them out and dried. I didn't have nothing dry on me to dry them with, so I'm waving them in the air and trying to get them blown out and dried. I put them back in. They both fire up, but the batteries are still going beep, beep. Beep, beep, meaning they're dying. So I knew they'd gotten wet to kill the batteries. I thought, okay, as long as they don't short out, I'm good. So I get back in the boat, and I said, You went back in that thing? I would have called for an Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bill. So he gets me back to the beach. We get up on our beach, and Jen comes down thinking, oh, they're back already. Catch any fish? And the girls are saying, oh, he's back already. And I can't hear any of this. I can see their lips moving, <laughs> but both batteries are dead now. We Jim helped pull up, and I just mouthed to Glenda, I can't hear you, and I'm in a beeline for the for the cottage because I want to blow them dry with a hair blower and get new batteries in them and make sure they're okay. And then Glenda says, you can't hear me? Like I could see her mouth move. You can't hear me? 
no. And I went, I made the motion of going over into the water and I held up my two fingers and said, twice. (laughs) (laughs) So before I got too far away, I heard Todd say, there's the problem. Jen helped him stand it up. And about 150 gallons came out of the back of the boat. It was full <laughs> underneath. I mean, it was full. So we, every time you moved, that water inside the hall shifted. And I thought and we were going to go over again before we got back. That was the problem. Every time you moved, it would just, the whole boat would, because water, oh, so with sloshing. the scuffle plugs, it filled up. And I don't have the dry bag in the hatch. I have, the, uh, that's out. So that technically the seal is not sealed, sealed there, right? It's good for water coming over and splashing. But if you fill it with the scupper plugs, it's going to run in that, in that hatch because I took out the bag to put my battery in there. So I'm, I'm kind of impressed though, that everything after flipping twice, still work oh i had to unplug the motor the motor was still running when it was upside down i had to reach up underneath it and (laughs) unplug the motor to get it to stop you didn't have the key fob around your neck yeah but it doesn't work it doesn't transmit underwater Every, my tackle box is about 18 inches. The receiver was underwater my tackle box is about 18 inches high and it's got Three big drawers in it. it those big Plano things. It's huge. Top. It's massive. And every one of those containers and every and the top was right full of water. Oh, I, I dove did. down. Oh. I dove off the top of that kayak and dove and grabbed that sucker. So I did. How get, deep was the water there? We were in the first time or the second time. Well, the time that you lost your dad's fishing rod. The the second time it was about eight feet. Uh, let's just and say you couldn't dive I, down and grab the I fishing rod. I couldn't find the fishing rod. I couldn't find it. I did drive over my my catchboard because it's bright neon green. I drove over yeah. it once with Avery in the boat, and I was like, "There it is!" And we drove right over it when we were trolling. But I didn't want to dive down and leave Avery in the boat by yeah, herself. That's good, good call. So good call and then that. I never she would have took off on you, and you would have been stuck right there. <laughs> yeah, possibly. So and I, then I never, I never got, uh, I, never I, drove over it again. I didn't come in earlier, but I did get my lures washed, like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All at once. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's called like efficiency, right there. Lure washing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Good. So, uh, wow. Me, and tell me on, on what day of the trip was this, just so I can Wednesday. understand how the rest Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, so like Wednesday. halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. You were already frustrated with each other at this point in time, and then you threw him over. <laughs> yeah, I'm blaming him. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. My, you're both. You're the captain. And and the, I gotta the be honest. I gotta be honest. I would go again. Only I would go with bare feet, a bathing suit. <laughs> And Which no, I was wearing, by the way. I would go with a float attached to my a fish, fishing rod float attached to my rod. And I would go with everything, like my tackle box, if I took it, or maybe just a small pack with the lures I wanted, tethered to the boat somewhere. Yeah, and that makes sense. And, That's exactly how I was going to do it when I went with Todd, too. There were worms. It floated, too. <laughs> yeah, we saved yeah. the worms. It was full of water, but it floated. I was going to ask, and it doesn't sound like you're wearing it if your your life jacket. Blew it was up in on my you. dry bag, and my dry bag works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank goodness that would have cost me forty bucks. I yeah. had to go buy a but new it, charge. So the it would have been a nice test for it to see if it actually inflated. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I don't want to know that, Bill, because really, yeah. unless you hit your head, right, you're all good. So if you're with somebody, I would go again, knowing now that he lost the scuffer plugs, he can't put them in anymore. Yeah, it was the scupper plugs. I'll never use scupper plugs. How did you plugs. lose the scupper plugs? Because I pulled them. I pulled them, the and then I time. left them. So normally they're clipped on oh. a little hook. Since the day I bought it, they're on they're on bungee strings, and they're just clipped on a hook that came with it, and I just left them there. And then, so when Dad was getting in, I thought, all right, I'm going to put them in. So I put them in. Well, then when we took on water, I had to drain the sucker. So I pulled them and left them laying in the bottom of the yak. Well, the second time we flipped, I seen them. I looked, and they were floating away from the boat towards shore, but dad's tackle <coughs> box was sinking and my catch board was sinking. And so I'm, I'm torn. Scupper plugs, catch board, tackle box. So I quickly evaluated what was worth more and I went after dad's tackle. Yeah. Well, I think you made the right choice. New catch board comes tomorrow. Scupper plugs, I ain't yeah. even going to buy them. 
I was going to ask you, we were talking, I don't know, last night or night before, and you said, oh, that reminds me, I need to buy a new board. And I was going to ask why, but I figured <laughs> we'd get into that. And that, I'm glad I didn't ask why last night, because this is way better for, for me to, to, to know that you actually flipped this boat, not once, but twice. And I can say with all, you know, honesty, I told you so. <laughs> Only because of the dang scupper plug. Filled that thing up it with water matter and the then situation. it ran into the hall. No, through that, it does not through the matter the port. I knew you were going to okay, get wet. So and, and in the middle of the St. Lawrence River to boot. Nice water, though. 78 degrees and crystal clear. The zebra <laughs> yeah. muscles have cleaned that. You could see straight to the bottom at 12 feet. Not clear enough to catch your dad's fishing rods. Uh, well, if I probably looked longer, but we wanted to get him to shore. Oh. You wanted to get to shore. We probably could have stood well, there and looked. You got a fish finder. You didn't mark the spot. Well, no, I did hmm. not. Evidently, that one when it I was still runs to... uh, uh, underwater as well. Yeah. It's, Push a button. It's called waypoint. I was, yeah. <laughs> but I was impressed that it didn't short out from being underwater. I'm kind of impressed with that too, to be honest with you. Yeah. They're completely submerged for a good 10 minutes. Now, five minutes. Now, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. No, it was long enough. Well, I got up on top times? And, yeah. And I stood up well, on top of minutes? it and was looking yeah. around and surveying and figuring out what we were going to do. Cause the second time he's floating this we're experienced now. We've already done this dad. Just, just float there. I said, and let me figure out what we're going to do next. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And when I, we got back. That's the first thing he said when he got all the water. He says, well, we know that worked all right. We knew that we oh. could get get out of that if we flip over again, don't we? Yeah, you're not going to die. Figured out. Yeah, he can flip it back by himself, and you know and everything. We make sure everything's tethered or tied. And I said, "Yep, I'd go again, just not this week." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, you're you're a brave soul, Don. I can tell you that for sure. You know, and your cell phones. Well, so now bigger story yet. Bigger story. Normally I do. I probably wouldn't have. It probably would have been in my pocket because I was videoing and taking pictures. But my flip phone for the fourth, fifth time had to go back in for repair because I have the new Samsung flip that folds in half and the freaking where it folds, the screens bubbled. So right before we left, I thought no better time to send it in now and get it repaired and get back. What I'll get a new phone when I get back, right? Like they, they'll, they'll fix it's under warranty. So I had my old phone, my Samsung S9, which happens to be waterproof. So it was in my pocket, believe it or not, but it's waterproof. And I learned from the last time I was in a boat with him, I learned from that time that I left my (laughs) phone and my camera. I left them on shore because the last time I was in a boat with them, I ended up in the water and they both died. For the record, for the record, that was a 12 foot (laughs) aluminum and and it was him. All him. Hey, let me so, ask you so, quick. So How you long tell is me your, where your this is. See, now this is 12 feet. Well, there you go. Stay at a 12 feet boat. See, well, boat. it's coming full circle now, Bill. Is it the boat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened there was. He, he had, tried to get out and he, he had, flipped it. He had seats for the boat that he could fasten in down in the boat and they could, they would move side to side. So I could sit down in the boat. Forgot to take him with us. So I had a lawn chair in the boat. <laughs> Not a lawn chair. It's those director's chair like he uses for turkey yeah, hunting. A, like they sit up high. Chair. But it's a flat well, bottom 12 foot boat. gravity was like no. four feet above well, the deck. I went to get no, out. Because he was getting out on the dock. I and he was using that as a walker. And then put his foot up, up on my, the dock and didn't get the other I foot moving. I didn't get my foot up on the dock yet. I have my hand on the chair. And I'm with my bad knee. I had to hold it straight. And get my right See, foot. See, it would have been worse dock. with those seats because you so wouldn't have had something went, to hold on to. When I went to put my right foot up on the dock, the chair tip left and it was not anchored anywhere. And when it went left, I had to bring my foot in and the, the boat tipped left and the momentum. And I thought, oh, I'm going in. I don't want to bash my head on that far gun wheel. So I just dove, chair and everything. So he <laughs> jumped back in the boat. And grab the chair before it sank and grab my hat before it sank. See that? Yeah, that's pretty good. Right? I was agile. I'm like a ninja. Now, moral of the story, he didn't wait for me. I got out, was moving stuff. He had to get out. He couldn't wait. And so now that's twice he's gone in the drink. But that first time he couldn't blame me. So the second time. This was a double header. Could could you blame (laughs) me this time too? Now you're starting to see. So, wow, that that was a great story, <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm very happy to to know that <laughs> one you guys were safe at the end of it, 
because it, next time there'll be an even better story of how Don pushes you into the, yeah, you know, the no. water. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. So we came out unscathed. He gone now. He's he he has an appointment, so he's disappearing. Well, I think uh, I think that's good. I think that uh, we learned a very valuable lesson there. That uh, never doubt the almost guys. <laughs> Because he he is right in very various ways. And, oh, Bill! And, let me and tell the you. The second though. thing that you learn is let somebody else try it first. So <laughs> when you're dealing with Todd, <laughs> scupper plugs. I'm telling you, <laughs> the dumbest freaking things on the planet. I don't even know why. Yeah, I'd rather have two inches of water at your feet and keeping that thing super stable. Like me and my buddy yeah. Pete. Pete's a big dude, and me and my buddy Pete spent five six hours in that thing two weekends ago with no issues. I was standing up fishing well moving with him sitting in front of me no problems at all without the scupper plugs but we we did have water i mean we were in up to our ankles of water in in the kayak but that's by design because i didn't yeah, put in I mean, the scupper plugs it's a kayak it's, it's not a, yeah. a water tank and it wasn't coming boat. over i mean we weren't on a lake we were no. on a pond so it was coming up through the hole but it was doing that to stabilize itself right so yeah. it was keeping it flat so that was and I thought, well, I don't want I don't that. Know what made you think that this was a good idea? What YouTube channel or, or fishing? It was actually did you read? on the Facebook group of New Canoe. The guys were saying, put him if you're going to be close to the weight limit, you put the scupper plugs in. Hmm. Well, all right then. But that, did you write a review? It, One star? Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just not going to use scupper <laughs> plugs. But really, that's what it was. It was the water kept filling up in the kayak, which would have been fine. It, because it would have went back down the hole if I didn't plug them, but then it was running in the hatch and it just filled that hatch. So much water came in and I mean, it was up all the way. It was full. So the, all that water ran right into the hatch. I would have loved to be on the outside looking in to watch you guys. First of all, when you went in the drink and tipped it. And second of all, when you went in the second time and you towed your dad in and the, the guys are thinking, Hey, for what, what kind of water ski adventure are you doing with this guy in the right? back of your boat here? So, but let me tell you, my kids didn't go fishing with me until after that happened. And then they're like, oh. Hey, we'll come. Can we come? Can we come? <laughs> it's an adventure going with that. Right? They were like, yeah, we're coming. And their mom's like, you're putting on a life jacket. <laughs> And your 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 wife is a smart lady. So well, so we we went. So I took the kids out, and and the, like fishing was phenomenal. I, I can't I can't argue. It was it was awesome. Kids, Avery caught her. So my daughter Megan had a cottage up same close to this to the same place. This was a new cottage. We normally go to a different one for the last many many years, and we just couldn't rent it this year with the COVID, and it changed to hands. Yeah. And so next year we'll probably be able to go back, but this year couldn't do it. So we went to this new place. But my daughter at eight years old caught her first pike all by herself on her own rod. We, I like, I didn't catch it in hand or the rod caught it all by herself, cut her first largemouth bass, cut her first pike. And to the day, my other daughter at eight years old now caught her very first pike on her own rod. And let me tell you what the look on her face is she caught perch, 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 perch. And then next thing you know, that rod comes darn near out of her hands and hits the water and the eyelet is in the water. And I had the chairs. So we were facing each other so that I could put her worm on. Like I was sitting in the back sure, and yeah. driving and I, I put her chair all the way forward and then turned her around facing me because I swivel 360. So she was facing me. So I put her worm on and, and would help her. And so when that pike hit, good night, the look on her face and that rod hitting that water and her hanging on for dear life. I was impressed. I thought my rod was gone as well, but she, yeah, that thing awesome. hit the water, almost came out of her hands and oh my gosh, she was, oh, what, what, dad, dad, she's just screaming. And I said, tip up real, tip up real. And she's screaming, dad, dad, tip up and real. And it's just taking lines. <laughs> That's so awesome. Man. It was, it was I, I did end wicked. up seeing the, the, the Facebook video that, and the smile on her face was ear to ear. Yeah, she, she, she was saying, so happy based was on what pumped. I saw. Man. She kept saying, holy mackerel, holy mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a, a, you know, a small pike. 
No, it was it was it was pushing thirty inches. It was a nice fish. Yeah, it was thirty plus inches. I I don't know exactly. Like it was, it would have been if I had my catchboard longer than it. But <laughs> yeah, well, that was in the bottom of the lake. But so. yeah, they, we we didn't keep anything under thirty inches, and so we we kept it. It was over thirty inches for sure, That's and awesome. and it gave her a tussle, man. She was pumped, and then pumped that she got to take it back, and then pumped that. She, she was so pumped. She got to supply food because I had kept a pike the day before I kept a monster the day before. I mean, I don't even know how many inches it was. It was long. I I put the picture on, on Facebook. And, um, so I kept it and we were going to have me and dad were just going to eat it. And she didn't care. She's like, I said, now do you want do who all wants me to keep more fish? This is enough for me and dad. Does anybody else? Nah, we don't care. Well then when she caught that, can we keep it? Can we? I said, well, if we keep it, you have to eat fish with me and grandpa. Okay. And you have to clean that with grandpa. Okay. So then it was, she came back. She was so pumped that she got to provide food for the family. I, I, I got us, I caught supper. She was all cranked up. That's a rite of passage there and an honor for her to be able to say that she did. She provided for the family. Well, and then I felt bad because then she caught two more and one, I swear to you, I didn't get it in the boat was a muskie. And, and you didn't get it in the boat. I didn't. She, man, she, (sighs) it was, it fought harder. It was bigger than that pike. And it fought harder than that pike. And when she got it to the boat, that thing seen the boat and it was gone. I mean, and it, so then she had to fight it all over again. And man, she finally got it. And she's using a really big rod because that's what we were trolling with. I had 20 pound braid on it and with a steel leader on the, uh, on the worm harness. And when she finally got it to the boat, it, it dove down again. And I was afraid my tip was going to break off my rod because she was holding it straight out and it went under the boat. And I'm saying, you got to bring it up. Don't, don't bend the tip so much. And, and I'm trying to tell her, keep the tip up and, and don't move it down and then reel and you got to reel. And just as she, she then brought it up. I said, okay, don't, don't snap. And I said, don't snap the tip. And she went to boat flip this fricking musky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying as I'm watching her horse this thing she put that pole between her legs on the seat two hands above where the reel is and lifted and reefed it towards her well that rod went 90 degrees bent over try almost horsed him out of the half his body was out of that water and I thought for sure a okay the rod tip's gonna break I got I got seven more rods who cares right yeah. rod tip's gonna break okay but I've got the net I'm trying I'm going holy don't boat flat I slide that <laughs> net under there as fast as I could trying to get and I just missed him as he just came missed. off the hook and dropped it and my rod didn't snap line didn't break nothing I mean 20 pound test that's that's pretty horsepower stuff so with a steel yeah. leader but well, so 20 pound braided too. It's, 20, it's, yeah. It's 20 pound braid. It's like, yeah, that's insane. Right. So it came off the hook, fell in and it hung there for a minute and I double netted, trying to like dip net it, trying to get it. And it was too big for my net. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get him. I couldn't get him. I got half his body. And when he felt the net, boom, he was gone. Gone. So, but I'm he sure had some stripes. Live that one down too. Eh? Yeah, he had some stripes, and she didn't care much. He had some stripes because she had already caught. She just had had a big one in the boat, right? He it was sitting under her seat, so he had some stripes, had a bit of color to him. And I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that sucker was a muskie. And then she caught <laughs> another pike that was smaller than the one she had, and she wanted to keep it Same too. Trip. Uh, yep, yeah, it was all back yeah. to back to back. Right. Like it was all within 15, 20 minutes. And, you guys were on them. And oh, I tell you what, it, it was just really once I found that spot and, and I, I marked it, I knew because I went out by myself the second day. I didn't get out the first day. I went out by myself the second day. I put on these jigs that I got and, and big, like really big, heavy jigs. And because the St. Lawrence, I mean, it went from a 60 foot drop off on the channel and then it go 30, 20 and then up into 12 and then 10, nine. And it, and it leveled out around seven foot of depth. So I just went out to the 20, 20 foot cast out. So I was probably hitting the 60 foot drop, let my line sink and then just drifted back in and dragged that jig and just kind of, and it had rattles in it and it had, um, I put a port tail trailer on it. And so I was just jigging it up the edge and I'll tell you what, twice in a row, two times in a row, right back to back, back to back cast. I would jig that up. My rod went right over. (laughs) And then it just came free. Boom. Really easy. Oh, 
Egg, jig gone. Just so I knew at well, that the time, jig was gone. Jig was gone. It was pike yeah. or, or musky. I didn't have a steel leader on at that time, right? It was the first <clears throat> night. I'm thinking small mouth on the drop off. Yeah, that, you're just that's, learning the, the that's body what I'm of water. So the minute that that happened, so I tied on another one, did it again, lost that one on the second cast. And I'm like, well, that was pretty stupid, Todd. There goes 30 bucks. So yeah, at that point, I went, okay, the, the people at the cottage beside us had given us worms. They were leaving. And so I thought, you know what? I want to locate these suckers fast. I want to see what's in here. I, I, the way I know how to do that is a steel leader worm harness. Cause I didn't have any steel leaders with me in my kayak. They were back at the cottage. So I thought, okay, steel leader worm harness. I do have that, Put put a big juicy worm on the back with a couple spinner blades and the beads up front. And yeah. let's just troll this edge and see what happens. And so, put, I mean, put a I, bunch of line out and see what happens. I was into them. I mean, every time it would come up to seven foot, drop down to nine, bang come up to seven foot, drop down to nine, bang. And the biggest pain in the butt was keeping the perch off your line. Cause them little worm stealers. Yeah. But I mean, it was nonstop. Caught a couple large mouth, never did catch a small mouth, but caught a couple large mouth and, and a whack load of pike. I mean, it was just phenomenal, phenomenal. I, I, I knew you, you catch a pike on every, every troll two or three because if the troll was long enough. So then once, once the kid, dad, was done. The kids wanted to go with me. Well, then it was on. And then Megan went with me every night after that. Avery, I had to, I had to make an hour for Avery. And then Avery got what they called the prime time. Cause that's when she caught the pike first. Megan went out with me right before Avery. So Megan went out about six o'clock, six 30, and we caught a bunch of perch and no pike. And so Avery, then I took her back and grabbed Avery. So Avery went with me at seven quarter after seven and she nailed the pike musky pike and a bunch of perch. And so then it was, okay, that's the magic time. So then Megan said the next night, well, I want to go at the magic time, take Avery first. So I took Avery first who still caught a pike and then took Megan and then Megan started hammering them. And so Megan then wanted to keep one. And I said, well, we got enough pike. If you catch a good size, large mouth. And so she caught a large mouth. Just, I didn't think it was big enough to keep to clean but then she caught a couple really good sized perch. So I said, well, they're good eating. So then she was pumped cause she got to keep a fish yeah, that, crazy. that we were going to yeah, eat. That's good. So, you know, it, it's important that, you know, both kids feel the, the, the importance of providing for your family and learning, you oh, know, yeah. the, how to clean the fish and, 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 that, and all Megan, that kind of stuff so that goes with it. First perch that grandpa cleaned it with her. The second perch she did all by herself. Did she? Filleted it and everything all by herself Good and, then, and then ate it. So that was pretty yeah. cool. And then she was, she was more, I, I had to text. I texted, texted my wife and I said, I, I didn't tell you this, but Meg is bringing back some perch and she is pumped because she, she didn't care that she didn't catch a pike. She was pumped that she was, um, getting to supply fish for the family. That was yeah. that she kept saying, all right, I, I now I'm supplying fish for us to eat. So it was, That's awesome. it was that, pretty wicked. It makes sure makes it all worthwhile when, when you can have an experience like that. And, and I bet you it tasted great coming out of, uh, Oh, it was, I tell you what, the meat was phenomenal. Like the pike, you're like, man, it's a snot rocket, right? Like, come on. Yeah. But that white, it was nice white meat clean. I mean, it Bones. was, and you know what me and dad, it, because you got the Y bones and pike are bony, but they were so big and we just cut the bones out. No, no issue at all. I mean, and, yeah. and like the kids won't eat it if they feel bone in that. Not a problem. We got most of the bones out. I, I knew that a couple pieces had some bones still in them. I took those ones, but I mean, there wasn't even that many and you could, after they were cooked, you could, we, we battered them. We, right and, and fried them and so right. but then yeah, you just that's, that's we I, I i cut it with my knife you could see the bone sitting there you just pulled it you out brought your knife and dad had you didn't to borrow your dad's dad knife, had you? two fillet knives yeah i figured as much <laughs> <laughs> mine's still in the package in the garage yeah it's not in the bottom of the st lawrence <laughs> yeah I, dad was coming i left my whole tackle pack back <laughs> Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I had one <laughs> rod. That was all I took. One rod with the worm harness already on it. That is I'm, all uh, I, And it was I locked in myself, the fish holder, in the fishing pole I holder. I got myself geared up with four rods. Um, I will when the new one shows up. But yeah, I, I don't like changing lures when I'm out there. Well, I, like I don't. I roll. Have, so when I fish by myself, I, I'm rolling with seven, right? I got my, yeah. my kayak 
tackle pack that goes right behind my seat and it's got six rod holders. And then I've got a rod holder, like a Scotty mount in my track that sits in front of me. So I, I roll yeah. with seven rods, but with that coming one and I locked it in that rod holder. So I was going to ask, I, I mean, I usually see you geared up with multiple rods and so, I thought for sure they would have been in the bottom of the drink. <laughs> they would have. You know. I might have to invest in rod floats, but yeah. I don't plan like by myself. I, I, I'm telling you the thing's unflippable. I say that now. You've been in that situation uh, when you were in Buckhorn too, right? When we had some waves and oh, I, worse water in Buckhorn. That situation. Yeah. Worse water in Buckhorn. And I didn't even, I didn't even sweat. I didn't even care. I was paddling into the, into white cap coming at you like white caps on a lake, but I was paddling into white caps, letting them hammer the front. Didn't even worry. Didn't yeah. even bother me. Right. No problems. Didn't have the scupper plugs in water. Come over the top, right down through the hole. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even care. Like the thing is stable. It was the water inside the hall. Well, but, lesson but yeah, learned. But yeah, but, but pinpointed them by doing that. I tell you what, that's my go-to when I get to a spot and we've done it before. We rented a lake on, or rented a cottage on rice Lake and the fishing was slow the first day, second day and had my father-in-law's boat and it was with my in-laws and which is like a huge, uh, I can't even think of it. it was a Lund, a big fishing yeah. boat, like a walleye boat. And so, uh, I took it out we were trying to find the bass cause it's rice Lake, man. It's supposed to be largemouth capital of Ontario. All kinds of so, bass and rice lake. Yeah. So I took it out and, and, and we were just struggling. So I finally, I said, yeah, I'm going to take it by myself. No, nobody would want to go fishing. Okay, great. I grabbed some, some minnows. I threw on a friggin' pickerel rig and cause I didn't have any trolling. They didn't have any worm harnesses. And I just thought not going to anchor nothing. I'm just going to drift with two minnows on a pickerel rig, big sinker and just throw it. And when I get a hit, I'm going to mark that spot. And I'll tell you what, yeah. that became the magic spot. It's just live bait, find the spot. And now, now you've pinpointed them. You're good to go. Well, that's just the whole thing about, you know, when you're fishing tournaments and pre-fishing, how it's so important because you got to find where they're holding up. That's At it. What time of year that uh, with the water temperature, the, the, how even the, the um, ferry going through on that lake put turns up stuff from the bottom and the depths. That's it. And if yeah. you can find a pattern that works or a color or a, a speed. Yep. Uh, 2.3 mile on. per hour. That was the magic yep. spot. Yeah. And, and you remember when we were with Nick, uh, you know, we, we weren't successful, but he, he has the, the speed he's got the presentation. And, and if we went too fast, he knew right away. Yeah. How those baits were yeah. working. Yep. Yeah. He could and see the lines, how they were. Yeah. You're right. And he'd be yeah. like, no, we, so, yeah. I mean, if you can figure that out early in your week, you're going to have a great week. It's true. It's true. And, and that was what I wanted to do. I thought, man, I'm not going to spend four days trying to find a good spot and then two days getting to actually fish. So yeah. that was my, that was my game plan. And then, yeah, that ferry every night at the clockwork, eight 30, it would go by us. It was a, a dinner cruise. It was a triple decker fricking ferry coming out of Genanaque and it would go yeah. by us and it would put some waves. And I had Megan out and I thought, here they come, Megan. And I didn't know it went out at night. It was, it was in the middle of the day when it swamped me and dad and Megan's like, Oh, right on. What? What? Just, you just sit tight. I said, and this time I'm not going to like full throttle hammer into them. Uh, we're just going to ride them. And, and yeah, she was loving it. I was a little on edge. Cause I'm like, I've already flipped with dad and it would, I know yes. we're going to be fine now. And she's wearing a life jacket and she could swim, but she's wearing a life jacket, but right. it still looks bad that the father, I go back, your father swamped his daughter. What are you, you taking your daughter out? It's unsafe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you would never hear the end of that one, right? Your, your wife, your wife would have thrown you over the dock. But I tell you what, though, it's uh, I, I, now I feel I feel good because, and that's why I said that we we both knew we weren't dying. There was no panicking. There was no. It was just no. a pain in the butt thing, right? Sure. Like it's cutting into my fishing time. To the cottagery so well, it. we were never really that far, right? So yeah. I, I mean, we were maybe a five minute ride doing. Oh, okay, I mean, it was far enough away that your family didn't see the. Oh yeah, uh, no, 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 they couldn't see it. No, there yeah. was an island between us. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, that's good. But so that they could they could only see the yeah right. But but yeah, but I mean, it was like a rock star. Now that thing flips, hop on top. I know how to flip it back over. Had to do it twice. All on my own. To do. Like it, it, piece of cake. Doesn't bother well, me. And the water was warm. It, it felt uh, good. I was refreshed. Uh, I think I might uh, be comfortable enough now to head out there with you. No scupper plugs. Uh, 
no scupper plugs. We're going to have a small tackle bag. Because uh, my big one is not coming with us, and Buy some one rods. rod and not the good one. <laughs> yeah, not the good rod. <laughs> yeah, you bring the good old, one. Old I might one. tip you on purpose and then go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I tell you what. So. But yeah, no, it was awesome. It was great, and the kids, uh, them wanting to go on it, and then it was every, every day they wanted to go on it, which was awesome. Yeah. So yeah, from Wednesday on, Wednesday night. Thursday night, Friday night, they were with me. We were catching pike, perch, bass. It was it was awesome. Well, that sets up a good week. And then, unfortunately, back to reality today. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going to have to uh, get some more stories here, I'm sure. But with your dad gone, I don't want to get too deep into any more stories so he can't well, defend himself. I think himself. this was the good time to, to, to get into it. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll cut her off so we can make this a two part because I got a little bit more to talk about from the gun club Heck and stuff yeah, like you that. Do. And uh, but we'll cut her off here and and maybe we'll pick it up for part two of uh, vacation Millard vacation week. Yeah, it works for me. And uh, Tom Sounds Gun good. Club week, wicked. Yeah, it, it was. We had some had some fun. <laughs> so right on. All right. Uh, it's well, good chatting with you, my friend. Agreed. It's been a while. Yeah, it's it's been at least a week. <laughs> at least it seems Sorry. like so long because it's uh, the stories are just uh, endless when you guys go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with that's that's the stories we could tell. <laughs> on yeah, on air. yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no so. doubt we should get mom here for the others. Bring Jen down. Yeah, that ain't happening. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I might no, be able to set that up. No, I don't think so. So. But anyway, we'll talk to you next week then, Bill. I appreciate it. All right, until next time. Take care. Have a goodie. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. (laughs) 